Hi, everyone. Welcome to Detox Podcast. This episode is called Surrender, and it comes at the perfect time in the wake of what was supposed to be the first Whisper and Roar workshop and got morphed into something completely different. I remember recording one of these podcasts, the last one, uh, sorry, the one before the last one. I remember saying, I have no idea what happened, but I'm sure it was amazing because I had to record it ahead of time. And I feel like I prophesized that to be what it was because it was amazing. And I will get into the story of just what unfolded. (sighs) I can't wait to share it with you. But here is the poem, Surrender. The frost has forsaken us, but in its place there isn't much green. The snow has said its final farewell, yet the buds are few and far between. The only outcome is prophesied as good, but where is the positivity? Forward we look with forward thinking, yet I've seen how flowers can suddenly freeze. Each dawn rises earlier and warmer, but the skies still open with lightning and thunder. A black rain falling, meant to strip us bare, yet we look up. No choice left to us, except surrender. I wrote this in the spring. I was out walking around, and it was still so cold, and we'd had those types of springs where it gets warm, but before the buds can start really making their appearance, you get sudden cold again. And it just kept happening. Hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. And I couldn't help but relate that to recovery. You have these things that are happening and they seem so hard. And you're promised all this wonderful happiness on the other side of addiction it's all prophesized as good but it's so easy to get stuck in the wind and the rain and the hardship and forget to look at what is the big picture what is really happening and There's this torment that is raining down on us, this black rain. And that's sort of like a little shout out to the show, uh, The 100. I don't know if any of you watch that, but they kind of keep going through these apocalypses and they have this black rain that falls during part of it. And it's acid rain because it is... um, What's the word? It's radioactive. Is that right? It's, uh, oh, I can't even think what that's called. But, you know, it's like you will, it'll burn your skin when it touches you. It's, it's acid. It's not, it's not the type of rain that is meant to cleanse. It's not the type of rain that is to make the soil fertile and rich. It's not for growth. It's for stripping, and it is for taking 
everything and destroying it. But isn't that also growth? Because there are, like I've said previously in Ruin Rise, sometimes you need to destroy everything that was in order to build it up again in in the perfect way. And that is exactly what happened in Seattle two two weeks ago when I went there for my workshop. I've never done a workshop before, okay? I, this was my first time stepping into that role and I knew that it was going to be a very powerful moment for me, uh, but it didn't unfold as I thought it was going to, which is terrifying, right? Like I flew into another country to land in a city that yes, I've been to before, but you know, just as like a tourist, So I'm going to this foreign city. I'm meeting up with a person who is from another part of the country too. She is from Redwood City in California. And we were meant to meet the exact same time in Seattle. And I thought that that was just the coolest, like divine matchup where we were going to leave our respective cities together come together into Seattle at the exact same time, take the train in together and just like be these beings that were meeting from across continents. Sorry, not continents. We're obviously on the same continent, but same from countries, different countries and coming together at the exact same time to create this beautiful collaborative masterpiece. And it didn't happen. She didn't come. And to be honest with you, I didn't get a ton of information from her as to why she didn't come. And typically, that would infuriate people, right? You would be angry. You would uh, want to know. You feel like you're owed an answer and owed an explanation. But, But here's the thing. Nobody owes you anything. I am not entitled to the details of why she didn't show up. Yes, we are a partnership, but that does not give me full access into her personal life or into her business life. There needs to be a semblance of trust. And and that means knowing that the reasons that that she didn't show up I don't even, the validity of it is just that. She didn't come, that's it, right? I, I didn't need to poke and prod and focus on that because that is then where my energy was going, right? Into this void of uh, seeking answers to something that even if I get the answer, it doesn't change the circumstance. I am still without a partner and I still have a plate of responsibility in front of me and using my energy to, to seek out information that does not change my current predicament, that does not serve anyone. So instead, I had a very important decision to make. Do I cancel or do I go forward? And if I go forward, what does that mean? 
at that point, I, I'm not a yoga teacher. The entire thing is integrated yoga and poetry together. One of my friends who was there, she said, could you teach the yoga? And right then there's like a flood of imposter syndrome coming my way, right? Like I'm not a yoga teacher. There are yoga teachers in the audience. The person who asked me is a yoga teacher. And I looked at it and I've done Kundalini a handful of times. I'm familiar with it, but (laughs) that shit is intense. I don't think I could have pulled it off. And I'm glad that I didn't attempt it because it probably would have been a gigantic failure. Um, I immediately started looking for another teacher. Uh, One of the other uh, attendees is a Kundalini teacher. I asked her and uh, she felt it was just too much with too little time. And (laughs) it is. That's exactly what it is. It's too much with too little time. And she then reached out to her own Seattle-based Kundalini community and she got many responses, but nobody was available. And you know why they weren't available? Because they weren't supposed to be available. Because I was supposed to be forced into this position and to take the reins all by myself. And no one else was supposed to step up to the plate. That stage was meant to be empty except for me. And I knew it. I knew it the entire time it was happening to me. I was having this like strange out of body experience where I, I could see it all unfolding. Linda didn't come. I'm alone. I have these wonderful people around me who are so supportive of me and have been from the start of this journey. They've been there since day one. I met them on my path in recovery because we were both, not both all, all members of hip sobriety together. And then I met, even more of them through She Recovers. And they have, they really supported me through all of this. And it really instilled in me that I knew that I was on the right path. So I, I thought, well, I could change it a little bit. I could change it and, and sort of cancel at the same time, be like, hey, everybody, tomorrow's not happening, but if you want to show up, we can all just sit in a circle and share together. And That felt like a a solid plan C. You know, I still wanted to come up with plan B, something that could still be really successful and work. Because I knew that this moment, it will impact my future and it will impact the futures of the people who are involved. And if I let it flop, then that lays out sort of a a failure pattern. But if I were to be able to dig deep and make it it successful, then it, it would be amazing. And then it would set us on this trajectory of success instead. And it was Linda, actually, in a message to me, she said, she brought up Bohemian Rhapsody, and I haven't seen that movie yet, but I really want to. Uh, she was just saying how Queen uses audience participation for many of their songs. And they said, in a way, instead of the band being the artist, they made the audience the artists. And she said to me, what if we make them the artists? And I said, oh my God, okay. Yes, I totally want 
that. I totally want to facilitate that kind of stuff. So I, I tried to like bring that into what I did and So what I ended up doing with the help of all the people who came to my rescue uh, with setup and supplies and driving around and running errands and snacks and tea, it all came together seamlessly. And the people who were there, this is what I did for them. I looked within and I needed to make something that was completely mine. And I am a really huge fan of tarot. And poetry. Those are things that I really, really am passionate about and I am fairly knowledgeable about. So I I had my tarot deck with me. I had my poetry with me. Let's combine the two. So we sat around, we shared so much, so much intimate, wonderful, unmasked truth with each other. We pulled tarot cards and we wrote about our inspiration based on what we saw. And then I took the words that they used and I gathered them up and I used them as prompts for poems that we later wrote together. And there were people there who had never even written poetry before. And they had admittedly said that they were only coming to do the yoga portion of the workshop and we're going to sit the poetry out. And I'm so glad that they still participated in what I had to offer and they trusted me with it because they came up with such incredible work, such incredible poetry that blew me away. And it really made me realize that I was right, that this is in everyone. This creativity, it's in everyone. It just needs to be coaxed out a little bit. And that is how I can help them be the artist. And through all of this, I, it was like, I wasn't even there, you know, like I was like floating above the room and just going through the motions and feeling that I was so forced into this moment. Like everything seemed like it was going to work out perfectly. And then at the last final hour, it just shattered apart. And I was just left there amongst all the pieces. But I knew, I knew from experience that when things fall apart, it just means that something big is coming together to be born. And you just have to surrender to that. That's what surrender means to me. Surrender is falling into the tide of the universe and letting it just take you and just let it strip you of all of these preconceived notions of how things are going to work out. Expectations. There's a saying about expectations. It's the expectation is what makes you feel the disappointment. Having an expectation is the reason why you feel like things didn't work out the way they were supposed to. And that's why you feel sad and disappointed and mad and angry but if you don't have expectations and you just let things work the way that they're supposed to work and give yourself up to that then things are so awesome and let me tell you it is so much fun just going on this crazy ride and knowing that it's all going to work out for my highest good and 
It's true because now after that, and because I shared it and people experienced it, that's another step. Sharing your success and owning your success, it's huge. It is not, you know, egotistical. It's actually the opposite of egotistical because the ego is something that is used to keep you separate from other people. It's a part of you that tells you, it's that little voice inside your head that tells you, oh, you are so much better than other people. Look at those people. They suck. They are bad at their jobs. They're not doing the things the way I would do them. It's not, that's the kind of voice. Or it's the kind of voice that says, oh my God, I could never you know, stand in front of people and bear my soul and lead them and teach them. I could never put my work into the world. I could never share my true feelings. I could, I, I will be judged. It's the, it's the voice of judgment outward or inward, which is actually the same thing. So to put that voice aside, realize that our potential needs to shine and step into it and really feel empowered by it and true to it, that is such an important thing to be able to do. And it's hard. I know it's hard. It's fucking scary. But you can do it. Tell that voice to shut the fuck up because it doesn't serve any purpose. What is, the, what, what is that doing? It's just keeping you from your true potential. Step into your light. When you step into your light, other people start getting permission to step into their light. And the more we enter the light together, the more we can heal this fucked up world, right? And we want that. We don't want to be just sitting around bitching about how the light, the, the world we live in sucks. We want to do something about it. And they're, they're so... Tr- They're so right when they say, be the change you want to see in the world. It's such a a cliche sentence until I really started to think about it yesterday. You create your own reality. So if you want your reality to change, start changing. Do the little things that, that shift your own mindset into creating events, creating ways you interact with people ways that you love people, ways that you love yourself. Do that. Spread that. One step at a time, this world can be a better place. And even though it's supposed to be spring and we're waiting for those leaves on those trees to bud and we are waiting for the flowers to bloom and we're still, we're hit with minus 30. Hi, Canada. We're, <laughs> we're hit with ridiculous wind chills. We're hit with acid rain that falls from the sky and lightning and thunder in the place of peace. Know that the turmoil is washing away what does not serve us. It is rearranging our plans, moving the things that don't matter, and just 
putting us in the places that we need to be and setting us up for success, even though it may not feel like it. So surrender, because things will come out of the woodwork. Pay attention. Just pay attention and listen for those things that are coming out as you as you keep doing this work. And for me, once I did that workshop, the next day I had offers from so many people across the continent wanting my workshop or Whisper and Roar to come to their city and be experienced by the people that they have there. Multiple people wanted it. And if I didn't do that, if I didn't step out of my own comfort zone so severely like I did, I wouldn't have got those offers. There's a woman who runs a company in Edmonton here called Sober Saturdays. And I am so excited. Uh, When this airs, I will have gone to uh, her event on Saturday. And it's this not so late night, late night tea party thing uh, where they're going to have like a drag show and a magician and you get to take home the teacups at the end and we're supposed to dress up. And it's, oh, she's doing such an incredible thing where we, we get to have cool, fun, party fun, sober, and we need it. We're all hungry for something more, aren't we? We we want to still be able to let loose and have fun and just experience so much joy. And she is doing that. She is giving us these events and these moments where we can come together collectively and meet like-minded people and please check her out, Sober Saturdays with a Z, Sober Saturdays with a Z on Instagram. And <laughs> she's doing some cool work and she and I are going to be partnering in January. I don't really have all the details, but I believe it's going to be at the Central Social Hall here in, uh, in Edmonton. And we're going to be doing a workshop where we're going to uh, do vision boards and goal setting for the year. And the energy is going to be awesome. I can already feel it. I can't wait. I know so many people who are all just like texting me about their goal setting and it's in the air, isn't it? We're revving up for 2019 and it is going to be a killer year. I just know it. And so that's what I'm saying. Once you walk through one door, 10 more open. Keep walking through the door. Keep surrendering to the universe. It has a fucking cool plan for you because you guys are working it out together. That's the only partner that you need to have open dialogue with, okay? That's the only relationship, business-wise, that needs to have complete, honest truth because if there is something going on inside of you that is uh, keeping you, uh, even though you are asking for a certain something, if you have this, you know, attachment to something else or a negative feeling towards it, then then the universe will match your true feelings, not your spoken words, you know? So keep surrendering. We're all waiting for you. 
We need you. We need as many people to walk through those doors as possible because we are making waves. Surrender. The frost has forsaken us, but in its place there isn't much green. The snow has said its final farewell, yet the buds are few and far between. The only outcome is prophesized as good, but where is the positivity? Forward we look with forward thinking, yet I've seen how flowers can suddenly freeze. Each dawn rises earlier and warmer, but the skies still open with lightning and thunder, a black rain falling, meant to strip us bare, yet we look up. No choice left us, except surrender. I love you guys. Have a great week.